Shalom to all. Today we're learning Mishnah's Ksubas Parakid Gimel Mishnah Tessa Mishnah Yod. And today's Mishnahs are being learned with Chos Estrabas Rachel Shishi B'Zachar to find Rezivik Hagon Bikharav Mamish. And Mishnah Tess tells us as follows: Shnayim Shetziu Shtar Chayv Zalzeh. Two people both took a Shtar Chayv out one on another. So Reuven has a Shtar Chayv on Shimon, and Shimon has a Shtar Chayv on Reuven. So Amon Amir Amon says that Shimon could tell Reuven, "Ilo Yisi Chayv Lach. If I was really Chayv money to you, Ketzal Atol Ivim Many. How are you borrowing from me? You shouldn't have borrowed money from me. You should have just taken the money that I owed you. And since I have a Shtar that shows that you Reuven borrowed money from me, Shimon, it must be that I don't owe you money. However, Chomer and Chomim say, each one can collect his own star, and we say that actually Reuven did borrow money from Shimon, even though Shimon borrowed money from Reuven as well. And the case that they're arguing about is where Reuven needed money the day before that he was able to collect from Shimon. And it's there that Chomim say that since Reuven really needed this money now, and he wasn't able to wait a day in order to collect from Shimon, so that's why he borrowed money from Shimon. But they both agree that if this was significantly before Shimon actually has to pay Reuven back, so of course it would make sense that Reuven's going to borrow that money. And also, if this is already after Shimon owes Reuven the money, then it does make sense for Reuven to borrow the money. Of course, he would just collect the money that Shimon owes him. Again, the only machlaikas is, when it's a day before Shimon has to pay Reuven back, is Reuven going to wait or not? According to Lechamim, Reuven's not going to wait and he'll borrow that money today, whereas Admin says that he definitely will wait, and it doesn't make sense that Reuven's going to borrow that money, and we pass going like Admin. And moving on to Mishnah Yod, Mishnah tells us, there's three different lands in Eretz Yisrael, meaning three different distinct Categories and areas in Eretz Yisrael when it comes to merit. Yehuda, which is like the central section of Eretz Yisrael, the Evar Yardain, which is the other side of the Jordan River, on the eastern part of Eretz Yisrael, the Hagalil, and the northern part of Eretz Yisrael. Now, what relevance does it have to marriage? One is allowed to take his family from one city in one section to a different city in a different section, or from a krach in one section to a krach in a different section. Now, what's the difference between an ear and a krach? So, ear is just a regular city. A krach is a large city, like a large metropolis, if you will, it has everything in it, and you don't have to go out to buy anything. Inside this krach, we have marketplaces and stores and everything that you can need. As the Mishnah is telling us that even though he's moving to the same type, he's moving from one ear to another, or from one krach to another, he's not allowed to force his family to move from one section of Eretz Yisrael to the other. However, Avol Ba'isal Aretz, in the same land, in the same section, he could force his family to move from one city to another, or from one krach to another. But he's not allowed to force his family to move from an ear to a krach, or from a krach to a ear. And why is that? Well, because the ear is a nice place to live. It's quiet, it's simple, and a krach is very busy. There's always noise, there's always stuff going on, and it's expensive to live there. So he can't force his family to move to a krach. And by the same token, he can't force them to move out of a krach either. Because at the end of the day, even though it's expensive to live there and there isn't so much space and there's a lot of noise and there's a lot going on, still you have everything there that you need. You have malls and shopping centers and marketplaces, and the ear doesn't have that. So that's why a person can't force his family to move from a krach to an ear. Furthermore, the Mishnah tells us, A person can force his family to move from a bad place to a good place, but not vice versa. Now, a bad place is defined as being a place that's very expensive to live and the cost of food is very high, whereas Nevei Yafa is where food is very cheap. So he can force his family to move from Nevei to Nevei Yafa, but not vice versa. Whereas Rav Shimon Gamliel and Rav Shimon Gamliel says, He's not even forcing them to move to a good place, because even moving to a good place will be Baidek them. And what is I mean, baitek them. So there's a Maimar Chazal, the Shinoi Veses, when a person changes their schedule, their place, or what they're used to, that's the beginning of sickness. A person will get sick and their stomach will start causing them problems when they move from their normal schedule and place. And that's why, according to Rabbi Shimon Gamil, he's not letting him force his family to move from a bad place to a good place. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with the last Mishnah of the Masechta and the first Mishnah in the new Masechta, Masechta Zadarim. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.